Today's program has been brought to you by Heritage Foods USA, the nation's largest distributor of heritage breed pigs and turkeys. For more information, visit heritagefoodsusa.com. I'm Damon Bolte, host of The Speakeasy. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Everybody, welcome back to Roberta's Radio. I am Jack Inslee, and uh, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to Roberta's Radio, where we talk about basically anything, depending on the week. Might be pizza, might be motorcycles, could be sports, could be anything. It's Roberta's Radio. We're here live every single Tuesday from 7 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Or 7.45 p.m., depending on what the subject matter and guests are. This week is really fun. Um, We've actually got a a collection of stories from some original Roberta's employees, people that have been here for a while. Brandon Hoy, co-owner of Roberta's, had a chance to sit down with a few of uh, the restaurant's longest tenured staff. And we got some really good Highlights and memories of the what we like to call the golden days of Roberta's and Bushwick. Anyway, it's it's a collection of stories. It's really funny. I'm not going to waste too much time. I want to kick it off with Brandon's interview with Ty QB, and uh, we're going to get right into that on Roberta's radio. I'm here with uh, Ty QB, one of our longtime waiters at Roberta's, also from Team Robespierre and Black Marble. True, true. These are truths. <laughs> So I I, want to know, what are your top five Roberta's moments? Since you've been a waiter here for six years? Uh, Like four and a half. Four and a half. Top five moments. Um, Can they be anything for real? Anything for real. Um, We're open here. This is totally explicit. When the guy tried to take the pogo stick off the wall and Camilo and Eddie tried to, like, brawl him out, but he deserved it. Yeah, I thought they were going to stick the pogo stick up his ass. Yeah, yeah, but they told him not to. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. He took it off the wall, started jumping on it, and then finally shit had to go down. Shit hit the fan. (laughs) The old days. Yeah. Um, Probably when Bonnie was uh, serving with her underwear on at the end. That was a good one. That made national news. Did it really? I don't know. Maybe, Maybe local news. I think it was in the paper, at least. It was on, like, B-Cat. It's like Gothamist or something. Yeah. I think it, I think it made B-Cat. A lot of people have asked me about that. Yeah, so asked, some, asked you about it? Yeah, like, after <laughs> they yeah, asked, asked me about it. After that happened, like, yo, were you there the day the naked girl was there? Yeah. And I was like... Bones. Yeah, where's she at? Yeah. Um... Probably the the block party where like when my band played in like Les Blue the Fire. Oh yeah, that was awesome. And then we stayed up for like a few days partying. It was a really good time. That was the one in the garage, right? That was the one in the garage, and that was actually 
I like that one the best because before it got too big, it was still big, but it was kind of like more contained. It was more like people that we knew were there. Like the Sean, whole staff. Sean Walsh ate so much acid that day. I pretty much had to carry him home. Also, we just saw Sean Walsh's business card. If you guys don't know who Sean Walsh is, he was one of our bartenders here. His business card says professional masseur and babysitter. Six five. It lists his height. Yeah, six think, five in his phone number. I think they're, he's trying to say like he can protect your kids because he's big, but he's also kind of hot because he's tall. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> my, my my fourth favorite moment when Sean Walsh worked here. Yeah, the whole time. The whole time, dude. Because <laughs> you know he hey we really knew that thing where like he had the really wide net. Yeah, like you know if you throw your net wide enough you're gonna get girls. You're gonna and he just all, didn't stop, dude. Yeah. Wide net. He had wide no, wide. His motto was uh, was uh, lower your average to <laughs> or lower your standards to raise your average. Yeah, but he really uh, he really lived that principle, man. He did. I think it. I think it worked with some other employees here too. You know, it might have, dude. I'm sure. In the day, dude. Back in the day, it was going down. <laughs> back in the day, six uh, five, dude. Pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> and and your number one most memorable Roberta's moment. Well, didn't I already say my number one was the pogo stick? Oh, pogo stick was number one. So, <laughs> so your least memorable moment. My least memorable moment. Let is me the, Is the table that you're supposed to be serving right now? That's yeah, sitting my, there totally my number one. My number one moment is where I'm actually getting paid to be at work, but I'm actually on the radio right now. Yeah. And I can watch some dudes doing my job. That's my number one moment. <laughs> you hit the jackpot. All right, thanks. That was Ty QB of Roberta's Team Robespierre, my favorite band, and Black Marble. Good tunes tonight. Thank you, Kristen Berry, backwaiter or tiki server at Roberta's, (laughs) for providing the music. Uh, We're moving along. With the clip show. Next one is none other than Greg Goldman, general manager of Roberta's. This is Brandon Hoy. I'm here with uh, Greg Goldman, our general manager at Roberta's. Also, our fantasy basketball commissioner. We wish is the commissioner. <laughs> And our uh, fantasy football leader, possibly. Right, also, right. our rec basketball, like, just master until he broke his finger playing flag football. Greg Goldman, everyone. It's a heck so, of an introduction right there. <laughs> All-around athlete. You should see this guy playing ping pong. <laughs> Dude, balls to the wall. All right, Greg. So, what I want to know mm-hmm. is your, your top five Roberta's moments. And let's start. Uh, let's start at five and, <laughs> and work down. Ty, Ty started at number one and kind of blew his load quickly. <laughs> Ty, Ty's good at that. Yeah, he's like two seconds. Boom! I'm done. <laughs> Top five. All right. Just off the off the hip here. Just shooting off the hip. And um, you and Ty probably have worked here for almost the same amount of time. Yeah, four years. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll start. I'll start with five. Is I think it was either the third or fourth time that we had dragged Ty out. Mm. for being too drunk to be at work mm. um so that's definitely my fifth mm. my fifth best yeah, memory that was a bad one he uh-huh. then came to the office and i had to kick him i had to literally push him out of yeah. the office and lock the door behind me I've, i actually threw him into a car it was the first yeah. person i ever actually had I threw to throw him, into i threw a car. him into the gutter yeah. i thought he was never going to be my friend again but we've <laughs> known each other for so long i was like hi i'm really sorry for pushing you in the gutter but that happened 
Yeah. So, so that's number five. Don't drink, kids. Yeah. He's, I think he's, what, two or three years sober now, though. Yeah. So there's that. He yeah. still has a job. And he's amazing. Yeah. He's, he's so much better. A better tie. Number four. Um, uh, I think that was when I had a, um, I came to work. I was wearing my man apron, you know, cause mm. you gotta, gotta get all your stuff mm-hmm. in place. Mm-hmm. And there was a, um, there was a surprise in there for me. Um, it's like a, like a half an eighth of weed. Whoa. Yeah. It's pretty Somebody cool. Somebody left that for you. Yeah. Not on purpose. And, and do you don't was, even smoke weed? It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Just like kind of yeah. finding out whose it was and, you know, and then Wh- whose was it? I was Francis's. Oh, Francis. Yeah. Francis once stole my opium pipe. Yeah. Actually, I thought it was Francis. It it turned out to be dirt. And I think he was smoking crack, which was a real bummer. It was like a family heirloom, too. Way to ruin it. I know. You ruined my my great-great-grandmother's opium pipe. That's the only way to ruin an opium pipe is by smoking crack in it, I think. This is true. This is true. All right, so what's that? That's two. So top the third one, man. Five's a lot, guys. Yeah, I know. By the time we got to the last one, a tie. He was like, "This table that I'm serving <laughs> right now is the fifth most memorable moment." Memorable moment. Hmm. Hmm. I guess. Yeah that that motorcycle rally was pretty cool. That was pretty rad. I didn't get on it, though. I kind of bitched out, so that's kind of lame. Yeah, the death rally. that's my most memorable. It's a lot of other people's, yeah. though. Death rally was really fun. But you were there witnessing it. The whole thing was pretty amazing. It was just, like, totally clearing out the whole yard and just had all this space, and then we just dumped, the I don't know how many The few days beforehand when we were, mm-hmm. like, playing on the bobcat, moving all the dirt yeah. around. Yeah. Also, for me, the greatest part mm-hmm. was when they tried to pretty much light the track on fire and i freaked out and started throwing giant 50 gallon barrels at people i was pretty that was pretty bummed that was, was a good, like that was a good oh it's just a gasoline fire it'll go out i was like that's retarded you yeah. guys are all totally retarded <laughs> but that was cool i mean just like just hanging out at work and then like coming out for a second and seeing that happen and then going back in and serving tables is not something you do anywhere else. Just so the general public have, knows, that never happened. Oh, yeah, but it didn't actually happen. It was We were just watching it on TV. We just ate acid and pretended. Yeah, that <laughs> happened, though. <laughs> that, that totally happened. I can't take that back. Um, what do I got? Two left here? Two, two left here. I guess one of my... One of my more memorable moments is the guy I replaced... Um, I was just like, oh, what happened in the back? You know, I started here as a back waiter. And uh, I was like, oh, who's all the other back waiters? Like, well, it's like you and only one other guy. The other guy had to get fired. And I was like, what happened? And um, we used to cook the pork chop in the pizza oven. Um, and then we would bring it to the back kitchen and they would plate it mm-hmm. back there. And uh, the guy I replaced brought a sizzling hot off a sizzle plate, pork chop, uncut, to not the really table. seasoned yet <laughs> like just directly to the table and uh i was like oh i guess this is this is what i'm this is who i'm replacing this yeah. is low is pretty, i wish i could low, remember the bar was, that, i wish i could remember what that guy's name was i don't so know I his can, name either so i could put him out on the table right now but uh the bar was was set pretty low at that <laughs> it point. Was set very low. also didn't somebody throw a stapler into the oven uh, at one point? yeah that definitely happened sure that was for sure. that was a firing moment um i guess number one number one phew. I can only pick one. It's not like that crazy of a story. It was just like a, it was just, I think it was New Year's Eve. I don't know, four or five, almost five years ago, I guess. And 
I was serving with Sarah T, who was pregnant with Georgia at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was drinking, but in comparison to every other person that was here, I was dead sober. You know, <laughs> I could have flown an airplane compared to everyone else. Um, but it was like the end of the night, there was literally the entire dining room. Everyone was on top of their table. And uh, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't drop a lot of these checks yet. So I had to, like, drop a bunch of checks. To people that were dancing People's on the tables. Feet. So I just, like, kept, I kind of like, shake a couple angles. Yeah. And, like, some oh, other man, some other things. things. And I was just like, hey. And then they all paid. It was really That legit, wasn't the same but... New Year's where we had the hot tub and the tiki bar, was it? No. that was, it was This was the year before that. Uh, this was, like. A good one. This I was a lot I DJed less... this year. I remember it. You remember that year? I was in the radio station with a bunch of lasers DJing. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. And then I just remember like one of the owners, Chris, was like walking by, and I'm just he's like, "How's it going?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh, it's pretty good. I probably should have dropped these checks like an hour ago." And he's like, "Ah, we'll get them next year." It was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. So that was probably it. Not not the craziest story, but. Um, entertaining well ladies and gentlemen that's greg goldman again less boring than we thought (laughs) thank you greg wow less boring than we thought thank you brandon uh again if you're just tuning in this is roberta's radio i'm jack insley we've got somewhat of a clip show here brandon hoy co-owner of roberta's interviewing some of the longest tenured staff about their favorite roberta's memories um so, moving on, Christian. All right. So, we're, we're back, and I'm here with uh, Christian, Sarah Malera. Very good. I hi. did it. That was, I, I've been working on his last name. I thought I, thought I was going to botch what, that. what, 10 years now? <laughs> so, Christian and I have known each other for about 10 years. We, yeah. all, we all come from the school of Benjamin Shee, mm. one of our best friends. Yep. Um, and Indeed. probably, he might have been the contributor to, to, to what we've done in life. I would say that he would say that he made us who we are today. No, I don't think so. I think you don't made, think he would say I, that? Well, maybe. Yeah, he would say that. He would, we made he would say that. Oh, we, oh, the, the, I'm saying the reality is different than, than what he might say. We, we definitely made him. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you what, what your five favorite Roberta's moments are. Um, and let's start, let's start at the bottom. At the bottom. Five. Okay. Number five. Um, I, <laughs> I remember like one time when I first started working here that we ran out of everything pretty much. And then uh, the cust- this guy, she was very nice that he kept ordering, ordering stuff. And we were like, oh, I'm sorry. This is like the very beginning. Yeah. When, you know, it was kind of chaotic. And I was like, oh, no, sorry. We're out of that. Oh, no, sorry. We're out of that. And then the dude is like, hey, can I get the check? Or are you out of checks too? And I was like, oh, God. Uh, that was one. Yeah, that was, that's a good one. That, Christian also, just so you know, was there since day one. Yes. Day numero. Actually, actually, before day one. He was there. We had a we had our opening day party. You did that. You served at our opening day party, did mm-hmm. you not? You yep. were, yeah. Yeah. And everyone, it's funny because everyone was like, How'd you get a job at Roberta's? I was like, I know they call me because they If you were there, if you were around, anyone could have got a job at Roberta's the first week. It's true. Not anymore these yeah. days. So Oof. hard. I can't even get a job uh, there. They pretty much, they pretty much banished me to the radio. It's true. <laughs> Wait, so another one would be, um, 
God, I don't know. There's so many. Oh, one time there was like a tornado that ripped through Bushwick. I and remember I was that. working the tiki bar when there wasn't even a tiki bar. Yeah. It was just a little. It was the thatch, it was a bar. It was a thatched yes. roof. Yes. And we were like seriously holding on to the bottles and everything so yeah. that. But that was very tropical. It's just like, it's that kind was, of like yeah. a hurricane in yeah. Mexico or yeah. something. It's like, you know, hold, one, just hold the bar down. <laughs> Another one would be uh, for Gay Pride. It was a bunch of male employees working that night. Oh, yeah. And they all took off their shirts and pants. <laughs> there was a bunch of dudes running around in underwear. I remember that. And I was like, and I'm the gay one here? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. You, you were the only gay one out of the bunch. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, that's true. But you guys have seemed to be hiring a lot of gays now. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We love the gays. Good. Good. Yeah, we love the and gays. Then, Not just have, you. I, we love you. them all. Thank Not you. just you. you. <laughs> I'm a Remember <laughs> those white jeans we were wearing? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the white jeans. <laughs> that's that's sealed the deal for you, huh? Um, and then, I don't know. God, there's so many. Um, probably when I used to, I had to like take out the... Um, compost next door oh yeah when that next door was like nothing uh when it was a when there was cars back there and there was like tons of rats and i would seriously pay somebody who was hanging out at the bar we'd be like hey i'll give you five bucks when you you take this out yeah because they would eat the compost pile was disgusting and they were they were like chase me and yeah scare me we should have i really wanted to get like an owl back then i thought an owl would be like how come you can't just buy an owl for your backyard everyone was like you should have got cats i was like i don't want cats I don't think like shit and piss everywhere. I want an owl. I want like a real predator of the night. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Why don't you just get a like a like a mountain lion? Or that some? would be cool too. <laughs> a mountain lion's cool because you never know what, what might happen. You it might like know. pounce on a guest you too. Know. You're like, I don't know. I was at I was at Roberta's. What happened to you? <laughs> my my son got eaten by a mountain lion. What Tragedy. happened to your arm? Oh, I was at Roberta's. Yeah. A mountain lion ate my All right, you got you got yeah. three down. You got two no. more. Okay, you have one four. more. You have um, one more. Oh, when they first opened um, Next Door, where Blancas is now, and yep. the, the offices, <laughs> we were hanging out one night with a bunch of us, and we had, like, you know, beers and cigarettes and stuff, and, you know, there's no windows there. Yeah. And then the staff the next day was showing up for brunch, and they were like, what are you guys doing here so early? We're like, oh, shit. Early? It was, <laughs> it was like 7.30 in the morning. We're like, oh, my uh, God, we never left. That's so a Josh good one. Corey was there. Yeah, Angelo Romano was there. So Carlo uh, and I once slept in the back kitchen <laughs> on a stainless table, like there are bunk beds. Like I slept <laughs> underneath the table, and he slept on oh, top of it. Oh my god! And we we were woken up to the staff at like oh at like god. six in the morning to them just kind of being like, "What are you guys doing?" We we're like, "Everyone was like, just here, I know people. They were like walking the door, like, "What are you guys here so early?" We we're like, "Oh shit, we never left." See, I thought your number one would be Bonnie, not wearing any clothes well but i'm kind of leaving that for her i mean yeah that's true that's true that is her best moment i think it was we got to see her best side Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs) it's funny it's funny how she'd say that people were like she was taking orders nude and people would not do like look her in the eyes oh no (laughs) and she'd be like hey do you remember do you remember the shire yes so we we used to have this little teeny creepy door Mm-hmm. And it used to go into a little teeny creepy office, but in this office there was no the there was like a broken a hole through the wall, yep. which is now the wine shop mm-hmm. and Momo and and the what used to be the falafel place. Yep. And the, and that was just one big room, and there was a hole into that one big room. So you went through this small creepy door into the small room, and then into this big giant Goliath room. I remember and we that. all there used to be like three lawn chairs in there in the middle of this giant room, and we all used to just sit in there and smoke and yep. drink yep. that was like our break room 
Those were the days. Yeah, that was like where yeah. we did all of our water cooler talk. <laughs> We yeah, were right. like, did you see what Anjali's wearing today? Oh, my God. <laughs> she has, she has a, serious uh, outfits. A, yeah. Some seriously. serious outfits. Yeah. Well, thank you, Steel Christian. Nation, you're very welcome. Oh, I'm thank so you. glad we got you on. I would have liked to have some stories from Rogers, but he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to talk He's to us. He's a little today. shy, too. He's very shy. I love right. you. Thank love you for you being too. such a cool dude oh, in all these years. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, we're back on Roberta's Radio, revisiting some stories from the early years. And um, next up is me. Brandon did ask me for a few stories. I've been here for quite some time. Um, I will say I have I have plenty of other Heritage Radio stories. I tried to keep mine, uh, you know, limited to Roberta's. Anyway, that being said, here is Brandon Hoy interviewing me. Sorry, Mom, for all the drug references. All right. Brandon Hoy here again. We're with uh, Jack Inslee, the the master of Heritage Radio, the keeper of Heritage Radio. Hey, man. How many years have you been here? Five? Five and a half. Five and a half. That's crazy. I like, uh, started coming around here in like April of... Oh. Man, I had so much more hair five and a half years ago. That's definitely true. Wow. So did I. Because <laughs> <laughs> so many things were different. I also, I also, five and a half years ago, I probably wore normal pants. Now I just, now sweatpants. Yeah. All day, every day. You inspired me. I came to work once in sweatpants and everybody was like, I, what are you doing? You can't wear sweatpants to work. And I was like, fuck, I thought if Brandon could do it. that like I, I always like to tell people when they do it that it's a real commitment. You, what, you, what you don't understand about wearing sweatpants is like it, it starts to like grow into your leg hairs and it starts to control your brain. It makes you do other things like, like you, you don't want to get, you don't want to sit or you don't want to not sit. You just kind of want to sit all day and you're totally cool with eating stuff like with no plate. So you like crumbs all over you. Mm, That's like yeah. totally acceptable when you're in sweatpants. Naps too. Naps all anywhere. Yeah. You could, if you're in sweatpants, you're it's acceptable to take a nap wherever you are standing up. Totally. So we're going to get back to this line of questioning here, which is um, what are your five most memorable moments while, while being at Roberta's? What drug information can I disclose? I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you, this is your radio show. Right. Right. So right, fair. All right, so I'm signing off. Um, let's see. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say number five was uh, a Sunday I was working where some 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 people at Roberta's some people in, involved in Roberta's asked me to come outside in between shows. I just fi- uh, I just finished Mike and Judy's show and they said, yeah, oh, come outside. Come outside. We're going to smoke uh, smoke some Oprah Winfrey. I, I had no idea. Nobody knew what Oprah Winfrey was. Nobody knew Nobody Oprah- in this no. group. And I'm not saying that I was in this group, but I'm just saying that nobody in this group besides the one dude who had Oprah Winfrey right. knew what Oprah Winfrey None was. None of us were aware. No. And uh, needless to say, it was, it was it was more than I'd bargained for. Yeah, definitely. More than anyone had bargained for, correct? Yeah. That really fucked my day up. It did. I'm not saying that I was involved in this, but it really... That really fucked my day up. Yeah, and I had to come back in and, and do the gardening show. Yeah, which I can only imagine was the best gardening show you had ever heard. Ever in my life. Oprah Winfrey. The Oprah Winfrey oh, uh, curveball. That Oof. was that was definitely a, a good one. Yeah. It, I kind of felt like, you remember in, um, in Friday when Smokey's like in the chicken hut? 
Yeah. And he's like itching, like twitching and itching. Like I, that was how I felt. I went home and I was, I'm not saying that I was involved in this, but I went home and, uh, I, I was like cooped up. I just pretty much could only watch TV. That was the only thing I could do. It was rough. Ugh. Very rough. Let's Five. see. Number four, uh, probably beer fest. First beer fest. Wow. Yeah. That one was amazing. That was really, it, it was, that it dude was, vom- projectile vomited all over me. All over. Huh. And funny thing was, is that was the, that was like the third dude who had vomited on me. And I just really, it, it was the only time where I actually let it be known to the, to the public that somebody had done it the first two times. I just kind of covered it up. I just like wiped it off my leg or whatever. I, that was disgusting. I should have been wearing a raincoat. You definitely should have been wearing a raincoat. That was a fun day though. Remember we had the like bleacher seating up on the wall. Um, that was the one, right? That, that you're talking uh, about? Yeah. 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 That, that was, was also my birthday. Was it? Yeah. Oh man. I mean, it's tough to it's tough to pick 5. I'm just kind of going like off the top of my head here. What yeah. was that? That was 4. That's you got you got 2 out of the way. All right. Let's You're on number 3. I want to make number 3 a combination of okay. all the incredible commercials we've recorded oh, over the years. Oh my god, yes. We've done every block party, uh the beer fest stuff, the Gugamuga stuff. Yeah. Um uh, I don't even. I feel like more too. Yeah, right? I feel like there. I feel like we've done at least eight. Yeah, and they're pretty special. You could probably find them on YouTube if. Yeah, you put, they're on our YouTube channel. Yeah, go to the Roberta's, Roberta's YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, it's in one of the playlists. I mean, they just kept getting better and better, and they, they will keep getting better. Yeah, and better, we, we need to we need to get back to one, man. We need to do it. Do another one soon. Absolutely. So the number two is going to be the the Bushwick Block Party, um, and and as. As Ty said, kind of like that first one that was way bigger than we all thought it would be. And yeah. we got to play uh, before and after Talib Kweli, which yeah. is insane. That was the very first one. Yeah. I think he was talking about the second one, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the, the second one, one was, was awesome, too. Remember you got um, Fat Mike to come? And oh, didn't Fat Tony. Or that, Fat that's Tony? actually the one I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah, the first yeah. one was great. The, the second first one, one was, was Talib yeah. Kweli was like the only person who played, really. Right, like, right, We had right. like a couple. We had like two other. Like Ty's band played that day, too. We had a couple. It rained. There was only like, there was only like 600 people. It was the second one that's that was like was out of control probably still the largest crowd i've ever dj'd for really when you think about it i remember looking out of the garage and the whole block was yeah. just a sea of people yeah fat tony played and they fat were tony. they were on mushrooms too fat yeah. tony while he was i while feel was like rapping. there was like a lot of hallucinogens going on like I, every person i looked into their eyes i was like what is going on with you man yeah 100 percent. and in my number one um this has to be more than five years ago now. The 6.5 year anniversary party where the radio is still relatively a new thing. And Shane brought a lot of special brews. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and we had bands playing. Let me in tell here. you. Let me tell you. It wasn't like drinking St. Ide special brew. No. It was a little <laughs> bit different. Although it was very reminiscent to the time when I used to drink St. Ide's special brew. It was probably like for me in the, the way I remember things like the pinnacle of early Roberta's bef- like before the change happened. Like I, yeah. I, I don't know, you know, it was there were people playing bluegrass. There was I think Joe Bastianich was here. Yeah, he I think you kept asking <laughs> if he could play guitar on the radio. Everyone was drunk. Yeah. We we all ended up at pumps. Yeah. Um that's got to be pumps. for me. 
and I was still pretty new, you know, to the that whole was scene. that was maybe like the first year. Yeah, that right? was really really early, and I was yeah. like, what have I gotten myself into? And I, it's very strange to think that I'm still here. All I, these I had later. to carry some uh, very well known chefs out of the up out of the garden upstairs. Oh, yeah. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna name names, but I definitely had to carry some people out to the to to car services. There was some. Uh, there was some action. Oh yeah, and then of course, um, of course, one A would be the first year we did Bonnaroo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of us knew what to expect. Last minute Bonnaroo thing. They're like, "You guys want to come?" They ask you to make pizza. You guys invite us to DJ, and then next thing you know, it MC Todd is rapping, and we're DJing to like a full crowd of people at Bonnaroo. Yeah, in the weirdo barn. Yeah. That was amazing. All right, that's Jack Inslee. He's not only the producer here, but he is also a drug advocate. <laughs> From what it sounds like in this interview, yeah. That's me. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, man. Kristen, oh, this music, I love this, this is great. Welcome back to Roberta's Radio. Uh, I hope you enjoyed all of those stories, and I hope you've enjoyed this show. We are here live every Tuesday at 7pm, and you can subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. We've got one more to take the show out. Um, I do want to use this chance to remind everybody listening that happens to also be in the Roberta's world that you too should contribute to this show. Come find me. You know where I'm at. Uh, so the last interview here that we have is actually an interview with Nina, the pastry chef here at Roberta's, who is responsible for the delicious croissants, the garlic knot that's becoming the new cronut, and uh, the breads. Uh, I guess she's not a pastry chef, the baker. Anyway, Brandon interviews her about a gingerbread project. And then that'll take us out. So we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. All right. I'm uh, here with Nina Subash. And I said that right, right? You did. And you, can you spell it? It's uh, S-U-B-H-A-S. I would have never pronounced it if I saw it. No, nobody does. If, if it was in front of me, I would have said shbush. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was spelled by a toddler. It's confusing. Huh. So Nina is our head baker here, and she's totally amazing. Also, the creator of the what I like to call the Nina knot, um, which it looks like um, Jack might be eating right now. <laughs> I'm um, eating a croissant. The wor- it's really oh, good. croissant! Yeah, the, our world famous uh, garlic knot. Yes. 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 I did that. So Nina is and um, Sam. Am I correct? Yeah, Sam's going to help me out too. Are going to make a gingerbread house for Roberta's, which is going to be fifty feet by seventy-five feet. Can you guys believe that? Am yeah, I, it's going to be. Lying? Toddlers are going to be able to walk into it. It's, it's going to be, be amazing. amazing. You're going to eat it from the inside, correct? Absolutely. Okay, I lied. How big is this thing going to be? Um, it's probably going to be around like a. Five foot, five feet by five feet. That's Just still amazing. Big enough do, so do, we can have tiny chefs baking tiny pizzas in tiny pizza ovens. 
Do people still make gingerbread houses out of gingerbread? Absolutely. Or are there like new, better, like earthquake resistant kind of materials to, to build a, a gingerbread house out of? I mean, I think it has to be at least 50% gingerbread in right. order to qualify, but we're going to do some stuff for more structural integrity. Yeah, like, like candy. Gonna, yeah, we're going to do candy like, roof. Well, I think no roof so that you can see the tiny Whoa. chefs making the tiny pizzas. No roof. That's yeah. a retractable or just no roof. Uh, maybe a retractable roof, yeah, but we're going to cool. do a halva cement floors wow. for a little, you know, get a little bit mm. of a cushy tread there for the that's tiny nice. pizza chefs. Yeah. That's excellent. Any mm. other, any other interesting, um, pastry items going to be involved in this gingerbread house? Uh, well, we did spend a ridiculous amount of time at Economy Candy yesterday Whoa. browsing the different gummies. So, so I think there's going to be some exciting, uh, gummies gummy are always, action. Gummies are always great. What are the, what are the actual little workers going to be made out of? Uh, we're going to make them out of royal icing and mm. maybe modeling chocolate too. Mm. And the oven itself? The oven I want to do out of either modeling chocolate or gum paste. Ugh. We'll see. So amazing. Thank you, Nina, for, for coming on and talking about your beautiful gingerbread hat. What color is it going to be, by the way? Brown? Uh, it's going to be Brown-ish. brown, but we're going to do the red awning. Oh. We're going to do the green heritage radio. Masters. We'll, we'll, put, this out. we'll put this out on um, all of our social media outlets. You'll, you'll all see a picture of it. All of you who are listening right now, all zero of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.